And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hello, everyone. Welcome once more to Greenlight Reviews, where we talk about the movies. My name is Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. And today, Ann, we're going to review a very serious film. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's called Captain America, the First Avenger. Mm-hmm. Now, this started off as a comic strip, as many of the films we have seen in the last couple of years have done. So I have to warn all of you not to take any of this very seriously. And it started off, by the way, way back in the 40s. Yes. Around World War II. And the reason for it was that they wanted to kind of do a PR trip for the Army. Absolutely. So that's why we have Captain America. Well, Captain America begins as a young man named Steve Rogers, played by Chris Evans. At the beginning of the film, Steve Rogers is a short, skinny-looking kid. 98-pound weakling. Exactly. <laughs> and he is trying desperately to join the Army right. so he can fight mm-hmm. the Germans. And he keeps getting turned down because he's too little, he's too weak. And he has asthma. I mean, there are just a million reasons why. Absolutely. And he's always getting beaten up by guys who are bigger and tougher than he is. And then he is recruited to be a science experiment. And I won't go into all of this experimentation, but at the end of it, he emerges as the real Chris Evans looks like, which is very tall and handsome and incredibly ripped. His body is astonishing. And he is now Captain America. He's an army hunk. Yes, he is. He certainly is. And he gets involved with a major in the Army who is very interested in him for all sorts of reasons. This is a character played by Haley Atwell. She is Peggy. I didn't quite figure out what she's doing in this picture, but it doesn't matter. None of it matters. Well, I think what's interesting about the movie, other than the casting of Haley Atwell, as the beautiful Peggy. And by the way, she looks exactly like I would have pictured a 40s heroine who would be in a comic version of World War II. Oh, with a bright red lipstick and, and the perfect, perfect hair. Sure. She's really stunning. I liked Stanley Tucci as the lab scientist who really performs all these experiments on Steve Rogers early in the film and turns him into this unbelievable guy. And they, of course, inject all kinds of chemical serum into him. And that's what changes his body. Very good CGI work here to take the face or the head of the actor, Chris Evans, and somehow put that onto a body double that only weighed about 98 pounds, and they made it work. I really didn't for a moment doubt that that was a 98-pound-looking guy in front of me. I thought it was very, very well done, and the transformation was excellent. Yes, I enjoyed Stanley Tucci. He has a German accent in the film, which kind of amused me. But Well, it was a very Hollywood-type German accent. He played it a little bit broad, like Artie Johnson from The Laugh-In Show. Exactly. Very interesting. Now, Captain America's boss is Tommy Lee Jones, Mm. and he's terrific in this film because he plays the same kind of abrupt, kind of bad-tempered guy that he always plays. He's quite wonderful in this. He is. He's excellent in this. Excellent and funny. Yes, very funny. And he doesn't look like he's trying to be funny, so that's what makes it work. Mm -hmm. The main villain in this film is Hugo Weaving. He's a very good actor. He's a very good villain in this. He's all in red for most of the movie. Yes. A lot of red makeup or red body paint went into his character. 
red makeup and no face and no hair. And no nose. Right. Exactly. So he's interesting. It's all interesting. For me, Les, it's a cut above most of the comic book movies that we have seen adapted because the villains here are much more real. They aren't machines. They're not creatures from another galaxy. These are Nazis. These are the kinds of villains, real villains, that we knew or certainly are part of our history. And I think that that made the movie far more enthralling and more insightful, actually. And I was also impressed with the intelligence and the wit that goes into the dialogue here. It's way above the average comic movie. And I applaud the writers and the director for really raising the bar here. Well, I think you're right. I think that a lot of the other films that we have seen recently, Green Lantern comes to mind, which I thought was bizarre and stupid. There's more to it here. Also, Captain America, he is a superhero because he is incredibly strong and he can do great jumps and things, but he can't fly. He can't bounce bullets off his has limited powers. Absolutely. And that makes it more realistic. Listen, I think one of the sharpest moments in this film script is the fact that the writers take a moment to explore celebrity dumb again in this movie. And that is when Steve Rogers commits an act of bravery. He is suddenly thrust into the limelight for his 15 seconds of fame. And they put him into all kinds of situations where he's kissing babies and he's on posters all of a sudden. And he becomes kind of the toast of the town or the toast of the world. Then they put him into the, like the Madison Square Garden, the Rockettes kind of musical number in which he has to come out and sing and dance. And then he ultimately takes a punch at a character who's made up to look like Hitler in this musical number. This was very smart satirical writing, very different from anything you will see in what I would call the usual comic book adaptation. And for that reason, I was really struck by the ingenuity of this film. And it was so much of a surprise to me. Well, I was impressed with Chris Evans. I think he does a pretty good job. Is he the best actor I've ever seen? No, but that's okay. But I thought he was great in this. He reminded me of Christopher Reeve in the first Superman movie, where he had the strength of the character and the power, but yet he didn't let it overtake him. He had a little bit of irony in his delivery. And I thought that's what gave him kind of a real intelligent look at playing a superhero. And that's so different from the way the guys usually play it, which are so earnest and so noble and so dull. Well, the film is not dull. No, it isn't. There's a lot of interesting action. I think some of the things were a little bizarre. Captain America, his major weapon is his shield, which is painted with an American red, white, and blue thing. And he kind of uses it like a frisbee. He zaps it at people and it knocks them out and then it bounces back into his hand. So there were a lot of things that I thought were too much of a cartoon, and that's my own personal choice. But I didn't really dislike this film. I didn't love it. You know, another ingredient that I appreciated about this movie, another element that I appreciated about Captain America, was that it has an unabashed patriotism. We do not see that very often in movies anymore. And this movie has it. Lots of it. There's a lot of flag raising. There's a lot of support for the armed forces. This is a perfect film for the Army today to put up there if they're looking for recruits because it really does sell the story about what an American hero should be, even though it's told in comic book ways. It's really a terrific little film, and I appreciated this movie for its value 
is and for its wonderful sentimentality. And I'm going to give this movie a very solid green light. I really enjoyed it. Okay. Well, I didn't enjoy it quite as much as you did. One of the things that I enjoyed the most about this film was the art direction. Oh, yes. Wasn't that stylish? Everything really looked like the 40s. Yes, it did. It was excellent. Even in the scientific goings-on in the laboratory, it still looked not cheesy. No, no. But it doesn't look like it would look today if we were shooting a typical scene. I loved the costumes. I loved... The closing credits. How about those? Oh, absolutely. So I'm going to give it a solid yellow light. Okay, that's fair. So, a green light and a yellow light for Captain America, the first Avenger. We're going to be back to review another movie very, very soon. We can't wait to see it because we love to see movies, good, bad, and indifferent. That's fun for us. And I hope it's fun for you, too, when you listen to us. Until the next time, then, my name is Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elter. And Greenlight Reviews hopes that you will feel like a superhero the next time you have a great time at the movies. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.